0: into the asphalt yeah what's up family it's josh trujillo here still searching podcast with a special emergency episode here crash test dummy episode if you haven't been uh, paying attention to my social media you know that I am uh, 48 hours removed from a nice little accident bike accident here. And um, yeah, man, it was gnarly. It was pretty, pretty nuts. I'll tell you about it on the other side of this break. All right. So I'm going to tell you what happened while listening to the new piece five, eight, six release. Shout out to Peace586. There's a new instrumental album album out called Cash. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, okay, so let's get into what happened to me uh Friday night, Friday evening. Um a lot of people have been asking me, and I just kind of tired of just uh saying it again, so I'm decided just to come back here and record. Um first and foremost cycling, bike riding, um, everybody's been getting into it. Uh, a lot of my friends have been, uh, getting into riding bikes and, and then I just kind of just been paying attention to some of my friends who have already been riders. Um, but specifically, um, I, I, my good friend Gavi and, uh, some other friends have been riding you know they they got bikes like during the whole pandemic like everybody's home they started riding bikes and you know going to the beach and just just riding right i'm paying attention all right that's cool i still didn't really get into it or anything and um but still just paying attention right it's just like noticing everybody's riding bikes and um i have a friend josh vi who's a serious like gravel bike rider so he's always up in trails and the mountains and posting these amazing photos and I was like, Oh, that's, that's pretty dope too. So long story short, my daughter got a bike. I got my daughter a bike. She wanted a cruiser. So I got her one. Angelina got one. And I remembered that, um, I have a bike. I have a bike that was given to me by, uh, my aunt and uncle. Um, well, they're my wife's aunt and uncle, but you know, by association, they're mine as well. Uncle Jim and Aunt Stella gave me one gave me his bike. It was it's a vintage, it's a classic, it's a 1985 Rally USA edition um bike that he used when he uh, would ride and he actually did triathlons in it. So it's a it's an amazing bike. And they gave me this bike a few years ago, and I had it in the in storage this whole time. And so when I started to get into it, I was like, wait a minute. I freaking have a bike just sitting there. I pulled it out. We went on a little ride uh, with my friend uh, Gavi and family and Angelina. We went to um, Balboa Park. That was the first time I took it out. And uh, when was that? Like a week ago, two weeks ago. And it was amazing, had a great time, but I I had, it hadn't been serviced in a while. So I took it in to get serviced and, uh, it felt even better right after getting serviced. And this bike is a classic, like I said, it's in pristine condition. It's well taken care of and all the parts are pretty much original and, uh, The guy I took it into was like, dude, I'll buy this from you right now. So I'm like, dude, it's not for sale. Like it's a gift. You know what I mean? I can't, I'm not going to let it go. Yeah. But it's a, it's a road bike, right? So you got the drop handlebars and a little uncomfortable, but I started to ride it. Enjoyed that first ride. And then I think it was a Sunday, maybe last Sunday. I went on my like official, like real ride by myself. And it was, uh about 10.6 miles that i did and uh just had a great time my legs were jello i had like noodle legs the next day and a half or so or two days but it felt good right so those that ride know like man you kind of there's something about it you kind of get addicted to it you get a rush it's just it's just fun being on the road and you're working right i'm trying to get active again trying to trying to work off some of these quarantine serious pounds I put on and uh so so that was my first ride and uh it was great had a great time um uh I did another ride um when was it Thursday or no Wednesday or Thursday one or the other with uh yeah Thursday with my friend Jeremy and uh so this was you know Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday so this is four days out there my very first ride so I'm you know feeling a little a little better now my, my legs started to get my legs back again and so Jeremy who lives in Jeremy's been on the podcast before as well he's he's uh has a, a rescue home in Thailand and he's been on the show um child sex trafficking web uh, episode with Jeremy Krause he rides he's like dude Let's go, let's go. I'll pick you up. I'll I'll ride from my house to yours. I'll pick you up. We'll go for a little ride. I'm like, dude, are you serious? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do a long ride. Jeremy lives in Canoga Park, so he shows up at my house. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. Like at seven. He's like, yeah, perfect. He shows up at my house like at seven fifteen. He's like, oh, I'm running a little late, but he rode from Canoga Park to Silmar. If you know where I live, it's it's uphill. So he made it in like an hour and I think 15 minutes. I'm not sure exactly how long it took. And then he picks me up and we do uh, we do a little ride. Uh, actually, we go have breakfast. And so we go to uh, U Crave Cafe and um, we have breakfast and hang out, have a great conversation. And he rides back to Canoga Park and I ride back home. So on my second ride, I ride back home and I do the full 12 miles. Cause the first time I went on Sunday, I kind of walked a couple of like going up the hill I just couldn't do it. I'm like, I just, I can't do it. And I'm still trying to learn my bike and uh, get dialed into it. And uh, Josh Vi was over my house, uh, or we hung out, I think Wednesday. So he hopped on my bike and, and kind of showed me how to, how to, how to do the suicide gears cause it has the gears on the, on the frame. Old school style. So when I um, head back home, I, I feel much better. And I actually, I didn't stop. I didn't stop on the hills that I walked up the, you know, the first ride on Sunday. So I felt good. Just kept pushing. Um, so that's Thursday. I'm feeling great. Um, Friday comes around. Let me see. I have a couple points here. I'm making sure I'm following, uh following it. Yeah. So um, Friday comes around and uh we're just hanging out you know it's the start of a three day weekend. we're just chilling. Angelina's gonna go to her friend's house in uh in uh in silmar you know those if if anybody is familiar with uh um, behind Sybil there's you know that gated community with houses there on the right side. McClay turns into gavina, I believe and huge hills right steep hills so she wanted to go over but she wants to ride her bike so i'm like all right i'll i'll, I'll ride with you make sure you get there safe and and uh you know make sure nothing happens and you know you, you'll you go to your friend's house so we go and by the way um at this point i borrowed another bike a friend that the guy who fixes the bikes are uh he let me check out this gt because i have a road bike but i i i'm into like dirt and i want to like go on I kind of want to explore the whole gravel bike thing. So he has me check out this GT. It's a little more of a traditional mountain bike. And um, so I'm just borrowing it, right? Checking it out. Oh, I went out with uh, uh, Gavi and, and family. We went on a little bike Thursday night. Again, We I went on two rides on Thursday. We went to El Carrizo and I took that bike out for the first time. The one that I'm using because I might buy it. And uh, I took it out, and that thing was just incredible. I had a great time on that bike, just you know, on the gravel, on the uh, mountain bike, going up on the dirt and climbing up hills, and take you know, getting a little rough with it, um, exploring the the gears and what I can do on it, and it was a great ride. So Friday, when she wants to uh, wants me to go to her friend's house, Angelina wants to go to her friend's house, I take the the GT bike that I'm using. And so I told her to go, uh, we were getting ready and she was already ready. So I'm like, just go ahead. I'll catch up with you. You know, cause I'm thinking I'm going to smash, you know, heading down to, uh, to my friend Pete's house or Caitlin's house. And, um, so she's going, I'm, I'm, I'm smashing down Eldridge. We pass passed Miss mission college. Um, we're by Sybil and there's that little dirt road down there. There's little, some dirt jumps for bikes. So I, I go down the hill and I'm doing some, some dirt riding in there. And Angelina's still kind of pedaling along. She has a one speed cruiser. So I know it'll take her a while to get up that hill. So I just, I'm going down in the dirt there and I'm smashing in the dirt and having a good time. So that was fun. So I come back and I'm still following her up the hill. So if you guys know this area, it's it's McClay and it turns into Gavina. Then there's the gated community there. We call it Beverly Hills of Silmar. Then there's the uh, Santiago Estates on the left side. So we go all the way up, and they live like I think the the second to last driveway in that gated community in Silmar. So she I, she gets in. I, I'm watching her. She's about 150 yards away. And she gets in. So, all right, cool. So I'm just taking a break, drinking some water, and I'm about to head back. And um, so you know, I'm just chilling right there. And then uh, I'm all right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna take off. So I'm I started going down this hill. So at this point, I'm like pretty. You know, I'm I'm up by the pass. I'm up by the was it past the uh, I'm by the basketball courts where the Santiago Estates are on Gavina. I start going down the hill. I'm like, oh, shoot. I didn't start my workout on my Apple Watch. I reach over, start my my workout on the Apple Watch. Boom, start it. Oh, nice. you know, I'm going down the hill. I've got some speed. Keep in mind, um, I have my phone in my right pocket. I pull it out to start my workout on. What's that app? Um, I just My mind just went blank right now. Uh, Strava the Strava app that tracks your, your miles and, and your workouts and whatnot. Um, I pull it out. I go to start it. I'm already going about 15 miles an hour. I start to lose control of the bike. I immediately panic and grab the front brake. Obviously I can only grab the front brake. because my left hand is the only hand that's controlling. So I grab the left side which is the front brake, and boom. I eat it. I immediately lose control. I flip over the front end of the bars. I'm like, oh, like this is all just happening in a split second, and I'm just like, oh, shit. I'm about to fall, or I'm falling. And I I go head over, you know, head over the bars. I guess the bike, you know, the bike flipped over. I feel myself hit the the ground, the asphalt and just black. I just remember like, just, it just like the, like you're watching a movie and it just goes black. That's exactly what happened. And I don't know if I was out for maybe five to 10 seconds. I I don't know, but I kind of come to, and I just realized like, Oh my, at this point I'm in shock. I'm like, Oh shit. I just exactly what I didn't you know want to happen. I did. I'm on the ground, I'm trying to lift myself up, and I just, I hear people talking, and I I feel just blood just coming down, I see blood on the floor, there's a puddle of blood, and I just feel it on my face, I'm like, oh no, there was a car coming up the hill, a dude in the car, a white dude, and he's like, bro, you just, you got a serious gash on your head, bro, you need to go get that taken care of. And then there was another guy in a truck who was coming down the hill. He was like, hey, bro, you all right? I could just hear him talking. But at this point, I'm so dazed. I'm confused. I'm in shock. I didn't know, you know, what was happening. I mean, I knew I I crashed, right? I can feel like my legs just, sh- my body's like shaking. I'm like wobbly. I'm trying to like gain gain composure. I had AirPods in. My AirPods flew across the street. My phone is across the street, so I kind of stumble upon my feet. And he's like, "Hey, bro, where are you? the guy." He's like, "Where do you want me to take you, man?" I'm like, "Hey, bro, I need a, I need to go to urgent care or something." He's like, All right. He he just grabs my bike, throws it in his truck. He's like, "Let's go." I'm trying to find my phone, which is like you know on the other side of the street. I go pick it up. I find my AirPods, which literally came out of my head. And they're both scattered. Pick them up, and I'm just like just dazed. So we're driving, we're driving down. We're passing Sybil, uh, and we are. Uh, he's. We're, I'm telling them where to go, and I can just I'm, everything just blur. I can hear him talking to his to his girlfriend or his girl, whoever. He's like, "Dang, this food's leaking. We gotta." you know, and I'm coming at this point, I'm going into like, I'm having the symptoms of a concussion. I've never felt this before. And this was the worst part of this experience. It was like my eyes were open and I couldn't see like there, it, it, everything was blurry. Like everything was like, I'm looking through a kaleidoscope almost like blurry. Um, almost like when you hit a, com- a screen or a TV or, or uh, you know, a, a computer that gets hit and the LCD breaks and it kind of like you, you sort of see the screen, but it's like covered in all kinds of weird light. That's exactly what I saw. And it was so bright and I, I couldn't see. Then I started to get very dizzy and nauseous and I got chills. Then I got super hot. And I'm just like literally kind of like almost coming in and out of consciousness at this point. I can just hear him talking to his girlfriend like, damn, babe, we got to get him in. This fool's about to pass out. <laughs> you heard him say that. And I, at this point I just started praying. Um, I'm sitting in the, in the, in the trap house and I'm looking at a, my, mor- my morning liturgy prayer outline and. It's just a set of prepared prayers, right? And all I could say was one of the prayers, the, the Jesus prayer. I just started saying, Lord Jesus, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. To try to just bring me to a centering place, like a, a just to ground myself. And I just started praying that. So we're coming down. He takes me to uh, Foothill Urgent Care right next to uh, Foot Locker. Um, right on Foothill in that same shopping center where... Shakey's is and um, Starbucks and all that stuff I walk in there, I'm stumbling, I'm hey bro let me go see if they're open because it looks like it's closed, I walk in there, it's open and you know at this point, by the way, when I hit the ground, my head is leaking I had on a bucket hat, I take off you know, my bucket hat and I just press it on my forehead to try to stop the bleeding, so I, I knew I had to do that, I don't want to like bleed, like you know, pass out because I'm losing so much blood, so I'm trying to stop the bleeding and I have the the hat on my head the whole time, like holding it against my, uh, my forehead where I was cut. I walk in as soon as I walk in the clerks like, Nope, you gotta go to ER. We don't treat any head injury. So I stumble my, w- my way out of there. <clears throat> and I'm still sort of seeing, uh, you know, blurry and just really bright lights. And, um, I'm like, Hey bro, they won't take me. We gotta go to, we gotta go to the emergency. Um, she's like, let's go. We'll go to, uh, all of you. So I hop back in the car at this point. I'm just, I'm still praying and the blurriness went away. It was, it was the weirdest experience. Like I knew when this was happening, I knew I was having a concussion and I'm like, Oh shit, this is a concussion. This is what it is. And that was the part that was the most scary. It's like your brain gets, you know, your, your, your computer get your computer gets, uh, short or, and, it's glitching. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, man, my computer is glitching. My brain is glitching. I hope I I can, you know, get back to normal. So we're on the way to all of you. And then I start to feel better as far as like not being all blurry. I'm still shaky and all that stuff. But we, we end up, we end up uh, at all of you. And my, like, hey, bro, um, my address, I live right down the street. Can you drop off my bike? He's like, yeah, hey, I don't, don't even trip. I got you. He drops me off. I uh, have to go through security. <laughs> my head is leaking, you know, and I have to check in and I don't have my wallet or anything. I just tell them my name, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, and they get me in right away, surprisingly. So um, here's a, uh, he, you know, here's a good story about uh, about all of you. I did. I always hear horror stories about all of you and how terrible it is. But um, I got to say, I had a wonderful experience with all of you. So uh, I get in right away and I get seen and I had the most amazing nurse. Her name was Aaron. Um, this, this nurse, Aaron was so great. She was so nice to me. She was incredibly caring, um, gentle, reassuring everything that a nurse you would hope a nurse should be. This was her. So if you're listening, Aaron, thank you so much for taking care of me. You were wonderful. You made that experience. Um, Not so (laughs) dramatic. So yeah, so I'm in all of you, and and they're checking me out. And doctors come in. It was a really young guy, two actually really young young doctor. It seemed like he was sort of new because he kind of was being walked through by another really young doctor who was more experienced. But um, they were both very, very, very great, great guys. Um, So they're checking me out, going through all the. Concussion protocol, and they ordered a CT scan. They ordered a an X ray on my wrist. My wrist was really hurting, pretty bad. And uh, they order an ultrasound. You know, my internal organs, to make sure I'm not bleeding. Uh, so I did all of that. Got stitched up, uh, which was a pretty cool experience. You know, having the 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 wound. Uh, get shot up again with the uh, with the shot with the lidocaine, I believe it was. Um, and then filling the stitches run through your your flesh, and you feel the skin tightening, and you feel like it's like like a like a piece of floss going through your skin, and they pull it, and you feel your tin your skin kind of tighten up a little bit. And um, I'm playing um, chilled cow you ever been to my house we always play chilled cow all the time uh, they have a 24 hour stream on youtube of just really chill relaxing beats so i'm playing it while they're stitching me up like man i love this station what is it so i shared with them my playlist and um they're like man i'm gonna i'm gonna do uh sutures and and uh stitches of this more often so i get stitched up and, and do the cat scan and do the ultrasound and the x-ray and I'm hanging out there and, but you know, like I said, this whole time nurse Aaron's taking care of me and they wouldn't let me drink water for fear of like, if I did have something going on in my brain, they'd have to go into surgery and you know, they don't want fluids in you, I guess something to that effect. So I was just really thirsty. That was the only thing, but she was bringing me ice, ice chips and was really enjoying that. But, um, Yeah. So I'm in there and um, just, you know, just in pain, you know, obviously. And I, they wanted to give me morphine. I turned down morphine. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to mess with any of that stuff. Just give me like, you know, a little higher grade ibuprofen, which they did. They shot me up in the arm with the little stronger. I forgot what the name was. The stronger ibuprofen. And um Yeah. That, that, that was that, um, by this time, you know, I, my dad comes and he doesn't come in, but he drops off a charger cause my phone was already low and my phone's blowing up. And, you know, I post the pictures, some pictures of what happened while I'm, you know, just in the hospital bed and just getting all kinds of messages. So that's, uh, that's what happened. Um, I know I left out a ton of stuff. I, I think I told the full story to my boy, Ray. Um, but yes, let me talk about, uh, being, oh, let's talk about having proper gear. (laughs) I was not wearing a helmet that day. I was talking to my parents on the phone. I'm making breakfast and we're talking about bikes because I just got the kid. I got all the kids bikes now. So I got, I just got Noah a bike. I got, um, I fixed up another bike for Josiah and Angelina had a bike and my dad had an old cruiser. Back here that we fixed up, and, and Priscilla was gonna ride that. So we all got bikes, no helmets. Actually, Nevaeh has a helmet. And um the night before, we're hanging out with some friends, and Nevaeh's like, I want to take off my training wheels. I'm like, No, you're not ready yet. And uh, we're you know, we're trying to teach Noah how to ride. Noah doesn't know how to ride. So, you know, I'm telling these guys, yeah, you guys gotta be careful. Don't ever grab the front brake when you're going fast. I remember telling that to the kids on Thursday night um, because you could flip over, right? The, the front wheel is going to stop and moment it's called inertia <laughs> An inertia is a motherfucker. I found that out firsthand on Friday, the next night. Um, so I would just, I was just talking to my parents that same morning about wearing a helmet. My mom, you know, mom's being mom. Make sure you wear a helmet. Don't be riding your bike without a helmet. I'm like, yeah, I know mom. I know I'm going to get one. By the way, when I went out with Jeremy on Friday, I'm sorry, on Thursday, he's like, oh, we were, we made plans to ride on Saturday morning and he was going to give me a helmet that he had an extra helmet. Um, Unfortunately, Saturday never came because Friday hit me. So I was planning on getting a helmet and I didn't have a proper helmet and I had just ordered the um, the grip, the phone grip that locks on your frame on your um, on your front stem that day as well, because Jeremy had a really cool one. I'm like, where'd you get that? And he showed me where it was or where the where the grip came from to, to lock your phone on the frame so you don't have to pull it out. It's just right there right in front of you. I had ordered that. I had a. Helmet coming then on, on Saturday, the next day I had ordered the thing for your phone. So you're not distracted. You're not, you know, fidgeting with your phone and Friday happened. The asphalt happened. And, uh, if this is, you know, I really took it as, uh, a a blessing in disguise of not being distracted because if you know, I'll admit I, 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 I go on my phone a lot while I'm driving. I'm on my phone a lot when I'm writing. It just at this particular time I was, I was going downhill. I was going too fast when I pulled it out to start. All I did, all I went to do was start my workout on the um, Strava app. That was, that's all I was doing. I pulled it out to, to open it, you know, go to start it or actually to resume it. And boom. So if there's anything I can say going forward, I am still gonna ride. I can't wait to get out there and ride again, but I'm gonna be wearing a freaking helmet. You best believe I'll be wearing a helmet. My kids will be wearing a helmet and I'm not gonna be distracted. I'm not gonna have, pull out my phone and especially while I'm moving, um, can't wait for my my phone locked to, to get here so I can put it on the, on the bike so I don't have to pull it out. It's just there. But uh, yes, um, so that's what happened, guys. That's my crash test dummy story. And my wife um, got the phone number of the guy who helped me out. Um, uh, let me see. I'm trying to pull up the text here. His name was Jaime. And uh, I had posted on my uh, <laughs> on my story. I'm like, you know, I, I took a a sh- screenshot of the ring when he came to drop off the house uh, the bike at my house and um he was a, a a local homie a fool a local fool my mom said like, he's not a fool he's a good Samaritan I'm like mom it's not a literal fool it's just how we talk fool's gone wild you know what I'm saying um but his name was Hyman and I reached out to him I sent him a text I was like bro thank you so much for helping me out here's what I said I said hey Hyman this is Josh the guy you helped yesterday I just want to thank you so much for looking out for me, taking me to the hospital and bringing my bike home. I would like to take your family out to lunch as soon as I'm better and give you a little something. I had a mild concussion. I got stitches uh, on the head, but I'll be fine. Once again, thanks for being a good Samaritan. And look what the homie said, man. He responded. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, no problem. I saw you needed help. It's the least I could do. You don't got to do all that. I appreciate the offer. Hope you enjoy your 4th of July with your family and stay safe. That was his response and he you know, he was just, just there right place, right time. And I was talking to my dad, like he literally was there at the right, I mean, right at the right time with a truck, you know what I mean? So he could put my bike in there and take me to the, uh, to the, to the hospital. So thank you, Jaime. You're, You're the man. Um, then I had another conversation with, uh, with, uh, Angelina and her friend Raul, about um, uh, we we were talking to, actually we were talking about politics, but I shared the story of uh, the parable of the good Samaritan. I'm going to close with this. Um, we we were we were talking about politics in the context of like what I believe. We were talking about the difference between Democrats, uh, libertarians, and stuff like that. They they had did a uh, political test like where they fall and they were both kind of like left-leaning uh, libertarians and we we're just talking about that and they're like well what are you i'm like well i, I don't really want to be categorized i kind of believe in some stuff that a lot of you know that the different people or the, di- the different political parties uh you know some of their beliefs but i was like i'm more of a you know practical justice, love type of thing. And, and Raul was like, well, give me some examples. So I shared the story. I'm like, well, here, let's, let let me share this. Oh, here's what I said. I believe in the basics, love, respect, tolerance that plays out in different ways in how I interact with society. And Raul says, well, any examples? And I shared the parable of the good Samaritan with him. And it says this, this is Luke chapter 10, verse 25 through 29. This is the message translation. Just then a religion scholar stood up with a question to test Jesus. Teacher, what do I need to do to, to get eternal life? He answered, what is written in God's law? How do you interpret it? He said that you love Lord your God with all of your passion and prayer and muscle and intelligence, and that you love your neighbor as well as you do yourself. Good answer, said Jesus, do it and you'll live. Looking for a loophole, he said, And just how would you define neighbor? Jesus answered by telling a story. There was once a man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. On the way, he was attacked by robbers. They took his clothes, beat him, and went off, leaving him half dead. Luckily, a priest was on his way down the same road. But when he saw him, he angled across the other side. Then a Levite religious man showed up. He also avoided the injured man, a Samaritan traveling. The road came on, came on him and he said the man and he saw the man's condition. His heart went out to him. He gave him first aid, disinfecting and bandaging his wounds. Then he lifted him onto his donkey, led him to an inn, and made him comfortable. In the morning, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper saying, take good care of him. If it costs any more, put it on my bill. I'll pay you on my way back. What do you think? Which of the three became a neighbor to the man attacked by robbers? The one who treated him kindly, the religious scholar responded. Jesus said, go and do the same. Go and do the same. So. Shout out to Jaime. The good fool. Who helped me out. That was a real life lesson in this teaching of loving your neighbor. Who's your neighbor? Well, it's really everybody. And uh, he was a neighbor to me that day, and I'm grateful for that. The nurse was a neighbor to me that day, the doctors were. My wife has been taking care of me the last couple days. I'm still extremely sore and my head still hurts. I'm a little, you know, sometimes a little loopy, but I'm feeling much better now. It's Sunday night. This happened Friday, so it's been a little over 48 hours. So I just got this big gash on my head, so that's the only thing It's really Kind of uh, obviously some road rash and I was showering today and I'm like, man, I found some road rash. I didn't even know I had still. So that's that's stuff that hurts. So, but I'll be fine. Can't wait to get back out there on the bike. This time wearing proper gear <laughs> and not distracted. That's my story, guys. Crash test dummy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the Still Searching podcast. Um, like subscribe, share it with your friends. Give us a rating. If you feel like, uh, you would like to support, you can also do that on the anchor page dollar a month, five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, whatever you want. All right, guys. Love y'all peace. is over, found God within me, started searching for Jehovah, what you searching for, where you focus at, if it's happiness, no one can give you that, it flows from within, it knows all your sins, you can never win, being envious of other men, covetousness, is such a sin, wanting what other people have has become a trend, but don't bow down to the dollar bill y'all, commercial consumerism is trying to kill y'all, I'm trying to heal y'all,